nothing better than being in his presence. Nothing better. Just because music stops doesn't mean his presence leaves. He's still really amazingly strong in his presence in this room. Thank you, Sam. And it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. I want to do something tonight, and we're going to do this every week. We're going to start this this week. Each week, um, I'm going to give you something that the enemy may bring to you sometime, a thought that he wants you to really grasp hold of, and it's a lie. And we're just going to laugh at that lie. Okay? Can we do that? Can we just laugh at it? We're going to laugh. Hey, Joe Bear. <laughs> yeah. You're crazy, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm crazy, man. I'm Joe Bear. <laughs> so let's just laugh at this. Next slide. Here's the lie. I cannot change. <laughs> It's a lie, because I can change. Cameron, what do you think? It's a lie, right? <laughs> hey, Joe, what do you think? Hey, Joey, what do you think? <laughs> Each week, we're going to do one of these. We'll just have some fun. Laughter is good medicine. Amen? It's good medicine. And the thing is... When you can laugh at something, it has less uh, chance of actually taking hold of your life. Amen? So, I can change. Think about this. Wouldn't it be really cool to be Ezekiel and get put in the middle of a graveyard? They've been dead for over 12 years. It's just a bunch of bones laying there. And God says, Ezekiel. Or he says, Eric. Can these bones live? And just like Eric or one of us would probably answer, and it's a safe answer, we would say, well, you know God. You would know. A manipulative answer, that's right. Why do we when God asked us a question like that, cannot have enough hope to believe that he can do something. Do you think it was a trick question, Eric? When God asked you if those bones could live? I'm saying you're Ezekiel right now, okay? Do you think it was a trick question? No. Who, who was Ezekiel? What was his uh, vocation? This is an easy question here, guys. What was he when he was alive? He was a prophet. He was a major prophet also. 
he had spoke to God many times and knew when God said something, it was going to come to pass. But why was it that particular time he sees death and he can't see life? Think about this. The circumstance is not the issue, but rather the condition we place on the circumstance. The issue was not the dry bones. The issue was Ezekiel not having enough hope that those bones could live. Let me go on. How we see ourselves is how we interpret life. There's a story in the Old Testament of Joshua and Caleb. They're sent, there's 10 spies that are sent out. So there's, there's 10 spies sent out. They have a promised land. And they were sent out to see if it was something that they could take. All right? The 10 spies came back. Bill, what was the answer they gave? Oh, two spies. I'm sorry. Bad spies. Sorry. They're too big. So how did they see themselves? How did they see themselves? Small. As little grasshoppers. Tell me about the good spies, Bill. Let's take them. How did they see themselves? As victorious. How do you see yourself? How do you see yourself? In the moment of your life right now, how do you see yourself? Because how you see yourself is how you're going to view life. Amen? All right. The more you talk about your problems, the bigger they become to you. The more you talk about the problems, the bigger they come to you. Somebody read for me, and you can read this out of any translation. You can even use the passion. That way we can get under Gunner's skin tonight, okay? Mark 9 Verses 14 to 27. Here's a story. Guy brings his son, who's demon-possessed, to Jesus and says, you know, he's been like this since he was a child. Eric, come here. You're going to be the demon-possessed child. Steve, come up here. You're, you're, you're his dad. So, so think about this. Dad comes, and he comes to Jesus and he begins to tell him everything that the devil or the demon has been doing with his son. Isn't that sometimes how we do? We, we talk about the problem so much that we forget about the solution that was standing right in front of us. He goes on to say, Jesus, I believe that you can do this. But because I have, he doesn't say this in the scripture, but this is literally what he was saying. He said, help my unbelief. Because he had focused on everything the enemy had been doing, he had no expectation of something good could come. He believed that Jesus could bring deliverance, but he still had unbelief or no expectation that his son could be set free. How many times do we approach Jesus like that also? We'll go to him and we believe that he can do something, 
but within ourselves we have no expectation that's going to come to pass. Just the thought. Think about it. So think about this statement, guys. I believe, but help my unbelief. I believe God is going to do something, but I really can't see how it's going to happen. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. If faith has nothing to attach itself to, then there's no hope. If what you're listening to doesn't give you hope, change the channel. Change the channel. Our hope level determines our influence level. If you want to influence people for the kingdom of God, you've got to have hope that God wants to do that in them. How many of you, when you uh, go into your house, instead of seeing that it could be a place of uh, revival, your house, not your school, not your job, you go into your house that it could be a place of revival. You see it that way, Harrison? All right. You literally see your house as a place of revival. Or do you see it as just a bunch of dry bones? Because if it can't start in the house, how are we ever going to expect it to go somewhere else? How many of you in your home, you say, it's never going to change? We exposed that lie earlier. Who has the authority to change it? You do. How can you change it? By doing the same thing Ezekiel did. He began to prophesy what God's spirit began to tell him. You say, well, God's not speaking to me. Well, maybe you haven't been listening to him to hear what he wants you to begin prophesying over your family. You say, well, I'm just the child. That doesn't mean anything. You're someone he died for, and you have the Holy Spirit in you. You can be the spark of revival in your own home. The question was not how dry the bones were, but the real question is how can someone who has a renewed mind believe that the bones could live? How can you begin to renew your mind to believe that the bones can live? How can you begin to do that? Number one, it's by understanding who you are in the situation. You're God's child, and he wants the best for you. Amari, how many times after you got done playing ball this year, were you frustrated with your team? and the performance you gave. Not you personally, but the team performance. Did you ever have those times that you were frustrated about it? Did you ever speak to the dry bones in that situation that they could change? Yeah. 
everybody has a dry bone situation around them, but you're the one person that can speak something positive into it. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Hope is not denial of the circumstance. You just begin to see it from a different perspective. You know, um, last year, last year, Trev and Alyssa told us that they were, you know, they were going to start trying to have a baby. And they were getting frustrated. It was taking a little bit of time, but eventually Alyssa did get pregnant. And the thing is, I never doubted that that was going to happen because I had a prophetic word that was given to me back in 2016 by Ed Trout, and I didn't know the man at the time. And he said, your children and your grandchildren will be very active in the kingdom and doing the works of God. I had a promise that was given to me that I was going to have grandchildren. So I never doubted that they were going to have a grandchild for us or children of their own. And I began to speak that over them in our prayer time. You have something inside of you that God's given you that you can begin to speak also. I don't know specifically what it is, but there's something that God's given you that you can begin to speak. You have to begin to see things differently because your faith is attached to what you see. I'm done. I just want to speak. If you're having trouble with hope in situations, quit looking at the dry bones. But look at the people that became an army. Amen. Amen.